Hello, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to the show. Today I have a special episode. I have my two friends here, Perry Smith and Jasmine Long. And not only are they my friends, they're also part of Toastmasters, Toastmasters International, the group that I always talk about on my podcast. And I do have a special announcement that I will say at the end of the show. And I want to introduce my friend Perry. Hey, say hello, Perry. Hello, Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, audience. It's a pleasure to be here this morning with Mark. It's a great honor to sit down to talk with Mark and listen and talk to you people out there in the Toastmaster podcast world. Absolutely. Well, the listeners of this podcast, not just Toastmasters, um, I'd like to believe that some of them actually listen in space, at the International Space Station. This is a runny joke that I have throughout my podcast. Oh, if you are a subscriber, you will probably catch up quickly. I think I will subscribe, Mark. Oh, thank you, Perry. We, we need more subscribers. Spread the love, share the likes, and we need that because we like this community and we like to keep moving forward. So, Perry, let me ask you a question. How did you become you? How did you get to this point in your life? Um, tell us just just briefly about who you are. Well, my name is Perry Smith, of course. I was originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I grew up in a hard neighborhood in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But I made it out of there. Mm-hmm. I went into the military, stayed in the military for four or five years. Mm-hmm. And after that, I went to college and got my degree in accounting. And I actually got an MBA in finance. But I still was missing something. And one day, I was in the venue and I happened to see a lady advertising or promoting Toastmasters. I had heard of Toastmasters, but I had never ever been involved with it. I joined. Oh, okay. So how many years ago was that? Five years ago. Five years ago. That's when I joined, too, in 2012. Yes. Five years ago I joined, Mm -hmm. and it's been a great experience. Mm -hmm. I've met so many wonderful, great, caring, supportive people. It's helped me in the fact that I'm, my my position now is that I help people protect their lives, their assets, and I'm working with a lot of people who give presentations, and I have to be able to communicate with those people. Absolutely. You have to be able to talk people, talk to people, and have them listen to what you say. Mm-hmm. And also be interested, right? And yes. you don't want to lose too many people. That's right. You, okay. you have to grab their attention. You have to keep their attention. And you have to learn to talk to different people. And I've learned to do that because I want to be communicate better with my clients. Okay. I want my clients to remember what I say. Okay. I want them to remember me. I want them to remember me sometimes better than what I provide them. Okay. So tell me a story um, or maybe an episode in your life that you have touched someone or impressed upon uh, something that truly resonated with them long after you finished speaking. Uh, what what did you say, or what was it about, or somebody like? Can you do you have any uh, stories? Well, like that? let me say it's it's not a public speaking. But it was a one on one interview or presentation I had with an elderly lady. Mm-hmm. She was very destitute, to say the least. She didn't have enough money to hardly pay her bills. She was destitute. Destitute, poor. She was poor. Well, she is poor. So I sat down with her, and I asked her some questions as to how, what was her situation and how could I help her? And I was able to help her provide, or at least get different types of government assistance Mm -hmm. by sitting and listening and talking to her. She was able to get government assistance. She was able to get a better health plan Mm -hmm. because she was paying exorbitant amounts of money for her health insurance and medications. After talking to her, listening to her, have her tell me back again what she needed 
mm-hmm. I was able to communicate to her what I had to offer her. Right. You know, as you were telling me the story, what I'm thinking about is, in order to reach someone like that on that level, is there, um, so there must be an inherent safety, right? There must be, an, you, you have to create a safe environment because you cannot just tell or put people say, okay, you've done this, this is what I'm gonna do for you. Isn't there a safety um, uh, type of environment that you must create first? Mark, you're so right. You have to create trust. Okay. It's not just safe, it's trust. Mm-hmm. Many people do what I do. So when you talk to a person, you have to look them in the eye. They have to feel that you are trying to help them. Mm -hmm. They have to feel that you're not just there trying to make money. Mm -hmm. You're there to help them and do what's best for them. And I tell you, many of my clients come from referrals. Okay, wow. Because the people who I work with will call their friends Mm -hmm. because they know Mm -hmm. that I will do the best for them. Right. I will sometimes forego a sale to do the right thing for that person. Right. If what I have for them is not right, I will tell them because I want a happy person. Mm-hmm. I want them to communicate to other people mm-hmm. about what I do for them. Okay. So you are in service? Yes. In a service profession? Yes. But you also make money, obviously. Uh, obviously. Uh, obviously, that's that's the that's what you must do to sustain yourself. So it's about trust. It's about making safe, um, creating safe environments so you can talk and flourish and have the conversation going. Um, now let's talk about Toastmasters because Toastmasters is one of my favorite topics and I know my listeners always we always talk about it but what is one of the stories you can tell us from the Toastmasters world something that I know you're a man of distinction and you have achieved quite a lot in your in your life what have you seen in Toastmasters something that, that surprised you something maybe somebody said somebody did and it stayed with you you, you know what I found to be the most surprising thing about Toastmasters when I first joined was the diversity. I did not know it was going to be as diverse. We have so many people of different races, different ethnic uh, groups. We do, yes. We, we absolutely do. People from all over the world. Mm-hmm. That has encouraged me and inspired me to reach out to more people. Toastmasters is a very, very encompassing and welcoming organization. Mm-hmm. So I always look at the people around me. I don't prejudge people. And I think everyone has something to offer. And Toastmasters is the type of organization that can allow those people to grow, to flourish, and to influence other people positively. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, I agree that Toastmasters is one of those organizations that attracts the highest caliber of people because we are driven by self-improvement and by growth. I have seen that, and I also believe that Toastmasters is the one of those rare groups where support is built in, uh, because a lot of people come to Toastmasters because they lack self-confidence. They lack self-confidence in speaking and maybe in other areas of life, and little by little, it takes one step outside of your comfort zone, you do an icebreaker, you speak in front of different groups, and over time, something in your brain clicks, and you think, hmm, I can do this. Yes. I really can. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Mark, what, I, what I've learned is yeah. I've learned how to speak better in front of a crowd. Right. How to get that crowd engaged in what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not just sitting or standing at a, at a dais or at a, a podium and read. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do that. Absolutely. You have to get out. 
-hmm. mingle with the audience. You got to get the audience involved in what you're talking about. Absolutely. You have to get the audience to, to like you. Oh, you have to. That's right. <laughs> they don't right. like you. They, don't, they will not buy. They, they will not buy your product. And more importantly, they will not buy you yes. or anything you have to say. Because we're all salesmen. We're all in sales. We're selling ourselves every, every time we talk to somebody. Every day. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Perry. Uh, I, I know this episode is special because uh, normally I bring different experts and I normally have my episodes recorded with John, my executive producer, but today I want to make a special treat for the audience. So uh, thank you, Perry, for your, and I hope uh, we, you come back uh, to a Speak Brave podcast and you said you'll subscribe, so you'll be part of the family and we'll bring you in right at the end because you have a special announcement to make, right? Mark, it's a pleasure, thank you. Thank you, Perry, okay. Uh, now we also have another friend, Jasmine Long, and she also has a story to tell, don't you, Jasmine? <laughs> sure, Mark. I would love to tell my story. Okay. So tell us who you are, uh, what led you to become who you are now, um, how did you become you? I, I don't know, in two, or less, uh, two minutes or less. In two minutes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm very excited about this podcast. This is yeah. my very first podcast ever, so I'm super excited to be mm -hmm. here. And I decided to join Toastmasters because when I was growing up, and going to school, I was really shy. And when the teachers asked me questions, I would be the one that would look down on my paper and avoid contact with the teacher for any means necessary so as to not be called on. Mm -hmm. And then I survived from kindergarten to 12th grade. But then when I got to college, 15% of the grade was class participation. Wow. Yes, 15%. Can you believe that? Yeah. And my goal is to get A's and B's. Mm -hmm. With 15% with class participation, that means the most I will ever get is a B. Mm -hmm. And that will you know, not work with my and, agenda. And may I ask you, where'd you go to college and where'd you study? And I went to Temple University. Temple, oh, Philadelphia yes, connection. in Philadelphia, that's okay. how. Okay, well, I am also from Philadelphia. <laughs> well, back in my previous uh, life <laughs> your, your previous life <laughs> yeah right you know there's life before toastmasters and the life after toastmasters right so before yeah. toastmasters, yes. and then there's life during yeah. toastmasters that's right that's right okay right so the first thing i did was take a speech class and that got me out of the bubble mm -hmm. and after that i i started working i graduated with honors started working mm -hmm. and during work i realized that the people who get promoted the most mm -hmm. are the people that can articulate themselves the most effectively to the point in, in a way that is not um, overbearing, right? That's correct. Well, um, well, everyone has different style of communication, I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, if in order to find persuasiveness and effectiveness in your voice, you have to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Authentic how you communicate, right? Mm -hmm. And find your strength. Right, Mark, I agree. Authentic and genuine is the most attractive characteristics of a person. Mm -hmm. And that also builds trust and credibility, like what Perry had said earlier. Mm -hmm. And that's why I joined Toastmasters, is to build that authenticity in me and, well, and practice talking and I, speaking. I enjoy your speeches, and I know that, well, Jasmine and I, we belong to a special club in Orlando, down, in downtown Orlando. It's called um, Orlando Advanced Toastmasters. So if you're in the area, look us up on Google. It's our olds, and we'd love to for you to come and uh, join and participate in that. I have a question for you, Jasmine. Can you tell us a story from your life? A story from your life, maybe recently, maybe from your past that really moved you, that really moved you, or something that somebody have said something to you, maybe a mentor, a coach, mm -hmm. maybe somebody, even your student, or maybe uh, somebody who really think, you know what, this is the message I will never forget. Because okay. 
I, I'm sure you have something like that, right? I do, as a matter of fact. And the first thing that came to my mind is this golden rule that I have. The go- what? A golden rule. So the everyone... Go- yeah, I'm sorry, hold on. Golden. I, 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 just say, I just want to say, the golden rule is, is that one of those where if you have the gold, you make the rules? <laughs> yeah, is, is, that, is, that, is that the one? Okay. That, uh, it's not that? It's not that? That's not the okay. one I'm okay. thinking about okay. because okay. obviously I don't have the gold. Okay. <laughs> so you've guys, have you heard... Um, treat others the way you treat yourself right. or treat others the same way like you yeah. treat yourself. Yes. Yes. So that to me is the golden rule. Mm-hmm. But then I heard of a, another rule which I think it's very um, important and really impacted my life. And that is the platinum rule. Platinum rule? Yes. Wow. Like platinum. platinum credit cards. Yes, yes, mm. platinum. Got it, okay. So the platinum rule is treat others the way they want to be treated. Ah, okay. So, so isn't that, you know, I also heard that too. Um, have you read Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I have He's not. He's a psychologist and a very famous counselor in the United States. Mm-hmm. He prolific writer. He's been at the family counseling business for over 30, 35 years. Mm-hmm. And one of his uh, books, the, one of the main messages, don't give the gift that you want or don't do things that you want to do. Do things that your partner wants to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Is that what it is, kind of? It's, yes, very right. much right. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's very hard to do because... You really need to know who that person is right. and know what they like and what they enjoy so you can figure out what they want and what okay. they like. Well, tell us a story. Do you have a story that you can uh, share with us if it's if it's okay for you to share? Okay. So all my life, I've always lived by the golden rule, which is mm-hmm. to treat others the way I want to be treated. Right. And um, I had a mother-in-law, <laughs> you, because I guess like, I was showing her that I loved her in a certain way, but she didn't receive it in that matter. So she wanted love in another way, which uh-huh. I didn't know about. You didn't know? Because you, yes. is, is that because of poor communication or just lack of communication? What mm-hmm. do you think? Could that be a contributing factor? I think Possibly. some of it could be poor communication. Some of it could be different um, backgrounds mm-hmm. because she grew up in China and I grew up, grew up here in the United States, and so we have different beliefs right, and right. different value systems. Mm-hmm. And so my values are very different from hers, uh-huh. and I didn't understand that, and we right. didn't connect at that level. Right. So I had to you know, understand her more. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to do that is, if you don't know, just ask. Just ask, yeah, yes, that's right. Just ask. But a lot of times, don't we, um, and I understand what you're saying, Jasmine, is a lot of times we're afraid to ask, because mm-hmm. uh, we feel like, oh, the other person's gonna blow up, or something's gonna get even worse. Mm-hmm. Do you think that a lot of times in the breakdown of communication, that fear is truly the enemy mm-hmm. of uh, you know finding the truth and resolving issues? Yes. Do you think fear is the uh, is the devil? I think fear is definitely a yeah. devil because we are afraid of so many things in life. Right. Public speaking, hurting other people's feelings. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, how do you get over your fear, Jasmine? Uh, and Perry, how do you get over your fear? I know we come into this is in this episode is very succinct, but it's very powerful. So we have to bring a very best closing thoughts to make sure that we can share with listeners. How do you fight fear? Because the reason I ask this is one of the taglines of this podcast is fear is boring. Stop being boring and start living with courage. I try to overcome fear when I go into a situation by projecting and looking at what I think the outcome of the situation is going to be. Okay. I think it's going to be a positive outcome. Okay. 
So no matter what happens during the confrontation or during the meeting or the presentation, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to overcome any issues I have. I'm going to do the right thing because the outcome is going to be positive. Right. So the fear evaporates. So you you have a you you have a mindset. You you already made a decision. Yes. You made a decision that the outcome is going to be positive right. no matter what because you will bring that to the conversation. Absolutely. Okay. Love it. Thank you so much. And what about you, Jasmine? Well, for me, fear is always present in my life, but I always say do it anyway. Do it anyway, do it now. Yeah. Don't think too much because when you think too much, when you wait too long, you're going to make so many excuses and you end up not doing it. You may, yeah. yeah. So for example, one of the biggest things that I've did for Toastmasters is I gave a speech during the Division C contest and you heard about the, mm-hmm. you, you were there at the speech. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid at first. I was afraid to ask our Division C director if I can make the speech mm-hmm. because you know, I was afraid of the answer if he would say no. But then I said, you know what? Ask anyway. Who cares if you say no? If he say no, then What's the so worst what? that could happen, right? Exactly. exactly. And if he say yes, then I have an opportunity to talk about our club. And, and so he said yes, and then I went in and gave the speech. Mm-hmm. And even during the presentation, I was afraid the whole time because I've never given a speech at that level before during the Division mm-hmm. C contest. I've always given a speech at the, um, the club level. Right. So we have a club level and then an area level and then a division level. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, um, I tamed my fear by but just, just breathing, relaxing. Just going for, for it. Yes, and okay. just not worrying about the results. I love it. And just okay. go for it. I love it. A lot of times we forget and we need reminders mm-hmm. from other people because we look up to others to see what we can do and remind ourselves of the strength that we have. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you, Perry. Thank you for coming to the Speak Brave podcast. I hope you enjoyed the experience. And most of all, thank you for graciously sharing your gifts. I know you have an announcement, and I want to make sure that you say it exactly now at the end of the show, and then we'll wrap it up. So, mm-hmm. Jasmine, do you have a special announcement for our yes. listeners? Go yes. Ahead. Thank you, Mark, for having us here. We do have a special meeting this Thursday, the 29th. Okay. And this Thursday, the 29th mm-hmm. of June. No, July. Oh, it's June. June. It's June. Oh, it's June. I'm sorry. Next week. That's fine. Yes. For the audience out there, remember, it's June, okay? June 29th at 6.30 p.m. It's called Your Elevator Pitch. This is a special event where we will have a special guest speaker, a professional speaker, Mr. Mark Guy here. He will be talking about body language. And body language is very important. It's 55% of communication. Voice is 38%, and, and the words that you actually say are only 7%, according to psychologyworld.com. And after that speech, we're going to have the elevator pitch where you will get a chance to pitch your pitch for one whole minute, and then we will evaluate you on that pitch. So you can bring pictures about your business or anything yes. you're working on? Yes. For example, you can pitch your business, your service, um, you can pitch for more clients. Mm-hmm. You can pitch for a, a job promotion mm-hmm. or an interview if you're in that area. Mm-hmm. And that's only on the professional level. Mm-hmm. You can also pitch your personal level if you are trying to propose to a lady. <laughs> okay. Well, that's very interesting. I'd like to, uh, well, I'll be there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us the details, the address, um, the time, and so and where people can find us so we can make plans to go. 
Okay, our club is called You Talking to Me Toastmasters. We meet every Thursday evening. The special meeting will be on Thursday, June 29th, 2017. It's from 6.30 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. We recommend that you arrive early so that if you want to do the pitch, you get your name in. And the location of our meeting will be at the Renaissance Community Community Center. It is located at 3800 South Ikanlakahatichi. <laughs> How do you say that word? Ikanlachi. That's a funny name. <laughs> you know what? I, I can have fun with that for, for, for hours. Okay, go ahead. I just call it Econ Trail. That's what I call Econ it. Trail, okay. Yes, Orlando, Florida, 32829. So be there. I will look forward to seeing you. Perry, you want to add anything? And is, there, is there a cost to come? There's no cost. Oh, and is there food? There may be some there, food. There may be some food. There and, be some but the food. best of all is going to be great people. It'll be great people, great conversation, high class people, quality people is what I've found to have in Toastmasters. Come out, you'll enjoy it, I'm sure. And Mr. Guy will be there. Uh, presenting his presentation. So thank you, Perry. Thank you, Jasmine. So remember, this is going to be June 29th, 2017 at 6.30. And uh, I will have this information along with the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Perry and Jasmine, again for coming. And I will see you next week. And whatever you do, don't forget to speak brave. Thank you, Mark. Thank Thanks, you. Mark. Mm-hmm.